Cześć da, Ebinaken. Welcome to podcast number 25. Well, where on earth did that week go? Honest, it just flew by. Um, I remember George Harrison years ago sung, Each day just goes so fast, I turn around its past. Well, the week's then flying by now, and last week was no exception. I hope you all had a good week. Um, I was thinking what I'd talk about today, and actually to start off with, I will talk about me week, and I think I might well fill the whole podcast with that, but we'll see how it goes. So, going back to Saturday, um, normally that's a rest day for me running, because I do um, two or three shorter runs during the week, and then I kind of, Saturdays I'm working either usually on funerals or paperwork or whatever, maybe a cycle, and then I do me long run on a Sunday. But with last Sunday being St. Perrin's Day, I thought I'm going to have to switch this round a bit. So um, on Saturday, I had to do a 16-mile run. So I thought what I'd do was to kill two birds with one stone. I'd run out round Chapel Amble because we had a funeral at Amble, a burial on the Monday, and I'd like to go out and just check the location of the grave. I knew it had been dug and everything was fine. So I thought, well, if I run out round there and then do a few more country roads and then I'll come back and that should round off me 16 miles. Well, twung quite like that. So to go back to the beginning, I started at home and went up round to Werder and down to Amble and twas we about three mile, perhaps three and a half mile little bit more but two and four and I wanted to look at the location of the grave because Amble Cemetery is one of the few places we go where not all the headstones are actually headstones and what I mean by that is that um, if you go up the pathway in the center of the cemetery on the left hand side is all the graves and the headstones are there at the head of the grave but on the right-hand side, you go up, and all the headstones are facing you again, but they're actually on the foot of the grave. They do that so that as you're going up the path, you can actually read what's on the headstone from the path. But when you do a burial on that side, it looks like you're actually burying them the wrong way round because they are footstones. And another, there's very few places that we go are like that. Um, another one is Blisland Churchyard, and the area where we bury in now is the same. Um, so as you're going up the path, you're looking there at the graves, and the headstones are facing you, so you can read what they all say, but actually the headstones are on the foot of the grave. Um, and also St Mewen, we've been there a few times, and I'm sure that that's the same, but I, I can't think of any others off the top of my head at the minute. And, um, of course, the reason for this is that all coffins, they all face east. So the foot of the coffin is facing towards the east. That's in um, all your Cornish churchyards and a lot of the cemeteries and everything, which is in line with if you go in the church, you're looking up the aisle towards the altar, you're facing east. So that's um, how everybody is buried, except for vicars. And with vicars, they're actually buried the other way around. And I think the thing is, if I'm right, so on the the final day or whatever, they rise up and they're facing their flock. I think 
That's right. I mean, there's quite a few clergy, I think, listen to this. So if I got it wrong, get in touch. But I think that's what tis. Having said that, I do know there is one chap buried down Perthilly, St. Michael's Church or down at Rock, and he is actually buried the other way round. And we did have special permission for this. And what happened was um, he was a Padstow chap, born and bred, brought up in Padstow. But then I think he got married and he actually moved to the other side of the estuary and lived in St. Minver and Rock area. And that's obviously where he passed away and he was buried at Perthilly. And the family, what they um, wanted, I think he requested it before he passed away, was could he actually be buried the other way round and then he would be looking towards Padstow. So we spoke to the vicar and the PCC and they were quite happy with that. So um, that's the one one case that I know, apart from vicars, where the person was buried the other way round. So I did me little recce there at Amble, and I thought, well, I know i got quite a few miles to go yet. So I thought, right, if I go out of the village and go up to Trewethern, and then perhaps up to St Q Farm Shop, um, that should add a few miles. So that's what I did. And I wasn't even halfway then. I think it was only about seven miles and I'd already encountered a few ills. And um, I do try to avoid ills a bit if I can. Because um, when you're running around London, it's on the flat anyhow. But um, ills, I struggle going up. And then when I'm coming down, it usually beggars up my knees and my hips and everything. So normally I like to run on the camel trail or something where it is nice and flat. So anyway... I get up to the farm shop there at St Q and, well, didn't actually at St Q, but it is St Q farm shop. But um, I thought, right, I'll now head for St Maven. So as I'm running down to Dinham's Bridge, I know I'm still going to be way short. So I turned left then. I thought, right, I'm going to run up to Trevisquite there, up to where um, Austin Jewel used to live. And then I tail back on myself. So um, I did that. And I had to stop quite a few times, actually, because there were three or four cars that come along. And I was quite grateful to have a breather when they come along. And then headed back to St. Maven. So... As I'm approaching St Maben, I come past Bray's farm there, Haywood Cider Farm. I don't know if you've ever been there before, but it is a fantastic place. Um, we've been there a few times. Um, the Bray family, I don't think they're related to we at all. They, they've been St Maben for generations, and obviously we from more with your way. But um, they got the cider farm there, and... Um, I always remember the first time I was going there, my met Martin Langdon said to me, he said, Brayer, be careful when you go because you'll be drinking this cider. And he said, um, tis lovely stuff, but it doesn't actually feel that strong. But he said, I warn you now, tis potent stuff. And that was fantastic advice. So I did pace myself, but even so, cool, come the end of the evening, I was drunk as Ancart. And that was going slow because normally you go there and you scoop it up. But um, I was going steady, but I was um, oh, I was silly as a wagon horse, to be honest. But, um, of course, that was back when um, I used to like a drink. But um, I think tis 12 months ago this weekend was the last time that I had a drink. So I've gone 12 months now, short of a day or two um, since I had my last drink. But anyway, that's completely another story that I'll talk about another day.
So anyway, like I said, I had still had five miles to go. Well, I know that from my house to St. Maven Church is three miles. So I thought, right, what I'm going to have to do now, I run out and I turn left, went up to Longston, turn around and come back, and then twist about three and a half miles. So I thought, well, I'm pretty close then. So um, I then ran past St. Maven Church and... Um, Always remind me every time I go to St. Maben Church of dear John Lobb, and he was a church warden up there, well, must be for decades, and he had the most fantastic Cornish accent, lovely man John was, and he was a church warden, well, in his 80s. I, I can remember he said to me, he said that one day he was up on the roof and... Um, that he was mending, there's a slip tile or something, I don't know, and uh, say he was in his 80s, and they were shouting there, John, what are we doing? Get down. Um, if you fall, you know, you could uh, break your neck kind of thing. And he thought about health and safety, and he said, David, he said, I told him, if I fall, tis my own fault. <laughs> that was dear John. And actually, that does remind me of a, a story with health and safety, etc., when... A few years ago, we had a lady come round um, to do a kind of an interview with me to check that all our health and safety was fine and health and resources and that, and how the structure of the staff and everything was. And, um, yeah, it was quite interesting. I think, looking back on it, the main problem was either that she didn't get my sense of humour or perhaps I wasn't even funny, which could well be the latter. But what happened was she was going through and she said, um, well, have you a diverse uh, workforce here? And uh, I said, yes, we have. I said, um, we are mainly Cornish, but I said, we've got one chap that works for us here, Paul, and he's actually English. So she looked at me quite stern and she said, well, I sincerely hope he's not picked on because of that, because he's the only one that isn't Cornish. And I said, no, not at all. I said, we all pick on him because he's so short. And I didn't laugh or anything. I kept a straight face. And the trouble was, she didn't laugh either. And I thought, oh, perhaps I'd better not try and crack another joke here. And um, we went on to another subject. So anyway, going back to St. Mabon, lovely little village. My mother, she went to school there. Uh, she went to lots of different schools, but she said of all of them, she loved her time at St. Mabon. And, of course, as, as a lot of you will know, our youngest child, um, she's called Maven. It was up to me, actually, to choose her names. And um, I was wondering a, a Cornish Christian name for her. And it was either going to be Maven or Indelian. That was the two that I was going for. And in the end, I did choose Maven. Um, I do know one other Indelian, Indelian Sharp. And I actually saw her a couple of weeks ago. It was nice to see her again. But um, anyway... After Er Maben was born, a year or two after that, David Cameron was down here on holiday and um, they had their little maid. Well, um, he was down here and I think her middle name is Indelian, but um, we went with Maben and um, I think, talking about the slates on the roof, I know a year or two after she was born, they was doing a fundraiser where you could buy a church slate kind of thing and they put a ledger there so if you go in I think the ledger's in the vestry and we bought one with Maben's name just to to tie it all up sort of thing anyway that's that's enough of that so um then I started running back to home and of course my little brain was kicking into gear I thought I'm still gonna have to make miles up so 
as I'm getting near home, I took a right turn and went down past Ingham Mill. Lovely little mill down there with the water wheel and everything. And I come up the other side and then head and home, cut down through Eglisell Village to make up a bit more. And I'm nearly home and I meet dear old Fred Ferret, one of our youth training boys. And he was just walking over to the rugby club. I think it was Camel's last home game of the season. So I had a quick yarn with E and then got home. And um, I was still, oh, quarter of my shorts. So I run around the garden a bit to um, to finish off the mileage. But to as lovely as I was coming home, as I was coming back towards Trewerder, um, I saw dear old Matt Pern and one of his boys, they was walking towards me and he went to give me a, a high five and as I went by, he said, get on, Brayer, he'll be knacking. And I thought, oh, that's classy, listen to the podcast. So that was brilliant. So anyway, I got home, I finished me run, but God, I was knackered. So from when I do me, I think there's 18 miles I'm doing um, this Sunday, I can guarantee to be on the camel trail. So... That was me run out the way, which left Sunday free for St. Perrin's Day. And a fantastic day as usual. You know, Facebook is just covered with everyone wishing everybody a happy St. Perrin's Day. And, of course, I always make the pilgrimage down to Perrinporth. And um, the weather wasn't too bad. I was out in, I was doing a bit of gardening in the morning, and it seemed quite mild. So I thought, right, I'll definitely wear me kilt today. So... Um, I got my kilt on and everything and got down to Perrinporth and when I got out the car I was thinking, God, it's a bit nippier down here than it is at Wadebridge. But um, yeah, all was fine. There was loads more kilts there this year than I've ever seen before, to be honest. And there was a fantastic crowd there as well. It was brilliant to see. We had the Cornish bagpipes there. Got loads of flags. The TV cameras was there filming. Um, dear old Ryan Langdon was there with George, and they got on the telly. I I missed. It. I was with them walking at the time, and then because George was there in his little kilt, they um pulled him to one side and said, um, "Oh, can I do an interview?" Which was lovely. So um, yeah, there's fantastic crowd. But the one thing I did notice, and um, over the last few months, I have lost a bit of weight, and. I think actually I'm now the lightest I've been since, well, James was born and, well, he's early 30s now. But I did notice that I felt me sparring was hanging a bit low. So um, I'm going to have to make a couple more holes into me um, belt for me sparring to oyster up a bit more. But, um, yeah, we had a lovely march. Um, Paul Hodge was leading the proceedings and... Half of it was in Cornish and half was in English. And we went to the oratory, stopped there for a little bit, then up to the old chapel there and, um, you know, a couple more speeches. And we all sang Trelawney. And then we went over and um, stood by the cross. And I got dear Charlotte Deacon. She was there. I, I got her to take a photo of me next to St. Piran's cross. And then we uh, headed back home. Um, but yeah, it was a fantastic day. I saw loads of people there that I knew. We had a good old yarn and that. And the rain just started just as we was heading back. So we kept pretty dry, really. Um, so that was me weekend. So then back to work on Monday. And we had the, a little service, um, funeral service in our chapel there at um, our funeral home and out to 
Chapel Amble for the burial. Years ago, when I started with Father, there was actually a Methodist chapel there in the village, but that's been closed for a long time now. And um, on the way home from the burial, Daisy was driving me, and we're coming out of the village, and we go past the field, and there's these two little lambs, and they've somehow got under the gate, and of course they're trying to get back in the field to their mother, and they couldn't get in. So me and Daisy, we jumped into action. Um, and I did actually put a, a photo on the Facebook page because I said at the time we was like a Cornish version of Jeremy Clarkson and Caleb. We went there, opened the gate. One of the lambs, he got out straight away. The other one, he, he didn't get his head stuck in the gate, but he was pushing against the gate like he couldn't work out that he had to go in reverse. But then Days lifted him up and put him back in and he ran off to his mother. So um, that was the end of that day there and then was on to the rest of the week and we've had a couple of different nurses um, this week on Wednesday we had the split screen camper van nurse and it is always lovely to see that I must admit and like mine he had been lowered a bit and he doesn't like the speed bumps in Wade Bridge I tell you or Bobman come to that matter um but um in fact i've got a i've seen a picture before you can get a sticker to put on the back of a, a camper van that had been lowered and it basically says the the driver of this vehicle isn't drunk he's just trying to dodge the potholes and i must admit driving mine is a bit like that but um yeah it was fantastic to see that one on the wednesday and then on the thursday there was something different again so what we had was a tricurse and um, we had the funeral. We had to leave the family home there at St. Dennis and head down to Penn Mount. And I've put some photos on our works Facebook page because there's a fantastic looking machine. But um, the few days before, I'm always looking at the weather forecast because with all the bikers, I always ride my bike in front just to... Um, pace it to make sure we got all our timings right and everything and I knew there was going to be motorbikes following the trike and then our limousine and the rest of the family and you just hope that it ain't going to rain because it does spoil it a bit so we we was checking the weather forecast and begin the week it was looking like snow and um, luckily we did dodge the snow down here um, they had it quite bad up country but um, it was looking like we'd be getting a bit wet. But um, when we left Wade Bridge, it was spitting a bit. But by the time we got up showground, it was pretty much dry. So that was brilliant. But um, yeah, this um, trike is, is something different. I mean, everywhere we was going by, people was just looking, turning their heads. And if you try and go on our works Facebook page, you'll see the photos. It is, um, yeah, fantastic sight, really. So um that was another different earth that we had this week. And actually, me, I put uh, the thing on Facebook and um, Kinger, my cousin, um, he put a thing on. He said, well, about, can you get a tank hearse or a combine harvester? Well, I know I can get a tank hearse. And I put a photo of that on there as well. But um, a combine harvester, I might be struggling with that one. And then before I knew it, was Friday. I was lying in bed last night thinking crumbs. I haven't even thought about my podcast this week, but um, yeah, lots of things go through your mind. Um, and um, one thing I meant to say about the cider farm just now, it did remind me of um, dear old Adge Cutler. Well, obviously he passed away 
long before my time, but we have met the Wurzels a few times since Pete Budd, Tommy Banner and that. Fantastic times we had. But um, there was um, Daryl Adgecutler, fantastic lyric. Drink up the cider for the corn's half cut and so be we. Fantastic. So there we are. So that's another podcast over. It is lovely. Thank you once again for all the comments. Um, it is brilliant, really. And people saying keep it going. And I saw dear Mervyn Main this week. So when they met him in Padstow, he shook me hand and he said, he'll be knacking. Oh, fantastic. And then, well, a little while later, I saw Sue, his lovely wife, and she come and give me a hug. And she said exactly the same. And it is brilliant. I'm glad you're all enjoying it. Um I suppose seeing that half the um, podcast this week was about me run, perhaps the Cornish word for the week this week will be for run, which is ponya. So there we go. So um, that's it for this week, I think. I hope you have a a good week, good weekend, and next week, and um, we'll speak again. So wishy well. Do Guinness.